Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins, and my guest name today is... No, no. What is it? Nothing. Nothing? I just, I did have an accent... I hurt. You hurt? What'd you hurt? We're going to record a podcast. We're going to record a podcast? Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Daddy and his name is... Batman? Are you Batman? Archie. What is it? Archie. And today we're going to see a movie called... Batman. Lego Batman. Archie, what can you tell me about Batman? ABC. ABC? What is, what's Batman's favourite letter? H. H. What is H for? Cheese. Cheese? No, it isn't. H is for horse. Not cheese. Oh, M for, not for cheese. This, this, M for cheese. M for cheese? Yes. No, C for cheese. No, M for cheese. Where are you getting this nonsense from? Mem for cheese. Are you joking because Mom. you're the joker? Mem. No. Are you the Joker? No, I'm not. Am I the Joker? No, you're not. Am I Batman? No. Who am I then? Uh, da- I'm Daddy. And who are you? Archie. And are you excited to see Lego Batman? No. Really? Do you want to see it now? No. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam, for real this time. My name is Levins. My name is for real Archie. I got uh, Archie. <laughs> this is the movie Big. I made a wish, <laughs> and I'm really big now. But I'm also Tom Hanks, and my bunk bed situation is crazy. Are you Are you the Joker, Angus? <laughs> Did he? Was that in the intro? No, it was in the intro. That was in the intro. Or no, he the didn't outro. answer you though. <laughs> yeah, he said no. He's he not the Joker. No. He thought I was. But that's just what the Joker would that's say. That's an in joke. Uh, only four people get that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank you so much to um, Archie Levins, y- young rising star Archie Levins for. Uh, I'm starting for to think he's bypassing me now. I'm just gunning for your job. I thought it yeah. was me for a while. I was in his sights for months, but I'm thinking he's trying to, you know, just still keep the Levins Angus thing alive. That still works. That's true. So you he's going to he, he's he's cuck his dad. Julian Lennon. He's going to cuck his dad. It's going to be either Sean or Julian work? Lennon. I don't know. Um, how, I don't know how the word cuck works. I just like it. I won't for tell you what it means because yeah, yeah, it, it means he's doing bad things to. <laughs> Your lover. Oh no! Yeah. His mother. <laughs> His mother. Um, this you. took a turn from like incredibly cute to disturbingly dark <laughs> within thirty seconds. Jesus, that's the kind of you know Shakespearean drama you can about. expect from Hey Fam. Yeah. But thank you so much to Archie for his. Uh, pre-review of Lego mm. Batman He's and after take. this episode the end of this episode you'll hear his post-review yeah um, both of them very meaty really in-depth 
Um, and uh, that's featuring a, letters of the alphabet. <laughs> unexplicably, he only yeah. wants to do podcasts about the alphabet. I mean, the kid's onto something. <laughs> My name's Levins. His name is Angus. Yeah, uh, I'm not Archie. I'm really Angus. He's the, he may be the Joker, though. I may be the Joker. We'll find out by the end of Archie's review. On the weekend, Angus and I saw a little movie called Lego Batman. The or movie. The Lego Batman the movie. Lego Batman movie. Lego I'm Batman actually not the sure movie. what the movie's called. Is it Lego Batman the Lego movie? Lego the Batman movie. Or the Lego movie. Batman movie. Or the Batman, Batman Lego, Lego movie. movie. Hmm. Let us know. HeyFanPodcast.gmail.com. Get in touch with us, Warners. Um, and uh, <laughs> also... We're probably on their like radar for how much DC EU bashing we do anyway. Chances well, are in the same way that FBI have a watch, have a watch list. The radio station, no. <laughs> they watch us. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. like a, we're a hip young Sydney four piece. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to find us. We're from the Blue Mountains, <laughs> and we've married uh, folk music with electro. We're on the FBI one most wanted. <laughs> so uh, that's a very region specific joke. I, I would, uh, I we would can say edit this for 30, different areas yeah. and put in triple R. Or yeah, put in like totally. If you want to, if you want to, like the Perth you know, e- one. edit Hey Fam for yeah. for an international audience. Uh, yeah, we should release the stems RTR for these episodes. Is the Perth RTR local radio station. We should release. Ask the stems me any Australian later. capital city. Adelaide. Fuck. No, it's fresh. <laughs> Three BS. It's fresh. Fresh. Yeah, okay. that's a community station. All right. Darwin. Darwin. No, no, no. Triple Darwin. Triple Darwin. Triple D. Triple D. I like that big triple old D triple Ds. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going to review the Lego Batman movie in this episode, and also it is officially less than two, two days, more sleeps. two more sleeps until the Nintendo Switch it's comes out. So at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about that Switch Eve, Eve, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 exciting. Some would say it's more exciting than Switch Eve. But first, we're going to give you a bit of a uh, a spoiler free for the most part mm. review of Lego Batman oh, look, movie. Levens, I think it's worth saying we have returned to the. Man cave that is generic sports bar. Yeah, and yeah. you know we what? do you one better than a man cave. This is yeah. like twelve man caves. This is twelve man caves, but still bar. only two people in here. That's, yeah, ma- mathematics. It, twelve man caves equals one sports bar. It's a t- it's a real good time to be alive. We're surrounded again by I, I have to stress this every week like twenty LCD big TVs, different sport on each scores. Jimmy Eat World on the stereo. Jimmy World, and it feels like everything's going to be all right, all right. That was always some time with the song, if you can hear it. I don't it know. It just takes some time to record a Little podcast. Girl. Yeah. Little girl. Uh, so, spoiler-free review of Lego Batman movie, or yep. the Lego Batman movie. First and foremost, Angus, were you a fan of the Lego movie? Yes. Cool. Huge Let's fan. continue. Huge fan. I love that movie. I, I thought, love that movie a lot. You know, we're, we're big Lord and Miller fans. Yep. Uh, big Lord. I think Cr- that Chris Lord and Phil Miller. Chris films. Miller, Phil Lord. Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Okay. <laughs> Again, Lego Batman movie, Batman Lego movie. No one knows. Chris Lord film Mystery Miller. of time. Yep. Uh, big fans of everything they've done from like Clone High to Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs to 21, 21 Jump 22 Street. Jump Street. Uh, but Lego movie, I think, is like the, the, the jewel in their crown. Yeah. The movie that shouldn't be good at all. That was, was one the of the best movie movies. That couldn't and then was. It was just when I, I remember when people I People call it that. People have always referred to it that in the canon. I remember when I first heard about it being a development, I was extremely cynical. And who can blame me? I mean, I thought it was going to be like a shitty cash-in on a toy that was selling. Like, for years, there have been a Monopoly movie in development. There's, for years, I thought it was like... I thought it was essentially going to be the Emoji movie. Yeah. Which I know is contradictory because we haven't seen it, which is the moral of the story. But we, we all know that's going to be a big stinky pile of shit. We all know it's going to be a turd emoji. It's going to be a turd emoji. It's going to be a thumbs down emoji. It's going to not be a black moon emoji, which is one of the coolest emojis out there, I still think. Um, and it was just fantastic. Coming up soon, an episode of Hey Fam in which we rank all of the emojis from you best to worst. That would be really good. Like, the flags bit, you'd lose me a bit. <laughs> okay, just get really racist. Well, yeah. Good thing you can't see blackface on a podcast. Well, you already said black moon. Yeah, I just like that face. It's so ominous. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with what color it is. It's just, it's so ominous. The way it's looking out the side eye, it's like a really cheeky looking moon. 
we thought the Lego movie was going to be not good. It ended up being extremely good. Great. I've seen it 10, 10 I've times. I've seen it a bunch of times. It's one of the few movies I own on iTunes. I own it on Blu-ray. Wow. Well, mine will survive the <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> However, if there's no Wi-Fi, yours will survive the apocalypse. You'll just need a TV and a player to watch it on. Lego Batman, Batman Lego. Either or. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think I was very excited about the possibility of getting more adventures from the world that you're introduced to in the Lego movie. I mean, Will Arnett's Batman was such a huge, huge takeaway from the first Lego Batman film. He was like, you know, every review, every thought, like he was like in the top five things everyone spoke about, like a refreshing piss take on Batman, which we've seen in comics, which we've seen on TV, in animated shows. We haven't seen it on a big screen before. Every Batman has been very serious. And it was very cool to see a refreshing kind of character which exploits all the flaws of who is an extremely flawed character and it was awesome to see that like the heavy metal songs that he writes the being an orphan the like hot girlfriend scenario. Un- only wearing and dressing in black yeah it was great it was such a refreshing and building take. with black and it was nice or because very dark, i mean gray. this is like an 80 year old character you know let's have some fun for once yeah uh, and uh, there was some great references to um, how old Batman is. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when the Lego Batman movie was announced, I was excited because I thought it was going to be Phil Lord and Chris Miller doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, it was quickly announced that it was going to be... The key animator, Chris McKay. Was he a key animator? Yeah, he had a lot to do with uh, the first Lego movie. He was, like, assistant director, I think. Right. So, he was, like... I was really down with that. I know him more from Adult Swim stuff. He's most famous for Robot Chicken, but he's also done Moral Oral, which is considerably better yep. than Robot Chicken. Well, he's not eyes. Seth Green, is he? No. <laughs> uh, he's not Seth MacFarlane, and I was, just I, for I, safe measure. I wouldn't say I was worried, but I was like, you know, some of the magic um, I knew wouldn't be there. Well, I knew he's a huge Batman fan in the sense where he loves all things Batman, especially the stuff that a lot of Batman, like, you know, DC nerds don't talk about. Like, the, the sillier sides of Batman and... I he actually came into work and did an interview years ago when the Lego movie came out. He was out here doing press for Angus it. Angus works at Fresh FM in Adelaide. Oh RTR. <laughs> and he said that he will be doing the Lego Batman movie and he was such a huge fan and loved the sillier aspects. So when I heard that, I was actually quite excited because all we've seen, I mean, and I love the Nolan trilogy, but we've seen very serious Batman takes. It's, it's pretty much Batman and Robin, Schumacher's Batman and Robin just... Meant that if you wanted to make a silly Batman movie, you would get no money from Warner Brothers. Like they learnt from that mistake. Uh, so it was refreshing to hear someone say, "Oh, I'm going to do you know highlight some of the sillier aspects." And also like reference the movies that no one likes talking about. Yeah, it was from, great from Batman's history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll get into that. It, uh, but yeah, I was not as worried, but I was still kind of I cautious guess, to yeah. see how much it was a spin-off essentially of the Lego Movie. Like how successful could it be? And it also had had a hard task of being. On one hand, a Batman movie, but yes. also it can't just forget that it's an, a Lego movie. It's too. part of that Lego multiverse. So you have to have like the the master builder aspect, yeah. the building everything that you, that you use, yeah. um, which didn't seem that bad or too thrown in. I mean, it was no, a bit jarring no, 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 sometimes, no. but it was. Oh, like, I, I, not, I think yeah, like you have to do it if it's a Lego movie. Well, like, I thought there wasn't enough of it actually. Yeah, sure. Um, because it was such a massive part of the Lego movie, obviously. I was expecting a bit more of it. Yeah. Okay. I, I was expecting uh, Lil Emmett to show up in the movie, but uh, he ain't. Yeah, no post, no, he's not a uh, Nick Fury, so to speak. No post-credit scenes of Emmett. Um, However, there is a reference to the MCU, but we'll talk about that in the spoiler right. version. That was funny as hell. Um, so, as uh, you know, we, we, we came closer to this release date after the, it was announced... 
we have complained about several uh, DC movies. Well, we also complained about the release of this film. It's been delayed by like five or six weeks in Australia, which yeah. so we've, we've is not it. lost on anybody, including people involved in making the movie. So uh, a, g- a re- very good friend of the podcast, Will Reichelt, from, yep. uh, who works at Animal Logic, uh, who was one of the, the, the animation studio, Australia-based animation studio that did all the animation. Does for- stuff for Fury Road, you know, it's George Miller's... I believe it's George Miller's visual effects company, right? Basically developed for Happy Feet, to one and two, and and walking Mad with Max. dinosaurs. Walking with dinosaurs. I mean, you name it, folks. Um, and currently, uh, the Peter Rabbit film being made. That's right. Mm. Um, and Which sounds so, very exciting. Uh, the, we, we got invited to an, an Animal Logic screening with yeah, like a, a friends and family screening. And man, there was people so, that I, worked I, on the film. I took um, I took my, my three year old son Archie. You took to your friend and family, <laughs> and uh, he. Uh, I was like really worried that he was going to be restless, but there was actually like it was like a cinema full of kids. It was, it was great. a matinee like screening on a Sunday. It was very, you know, it was the perfect circumstances to see the film. I think I'd rather see that movie packed full with families than alone on a Tuesday night or something, which sounds yep. very drastically sad compared to the first one. But you know, it's just a bit sadder. Yeah. So spoiler free review. I think from the get-go, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. But it was nowhere near as magic to me as the Lego movie was. Maybe just because we've already seen the Lego movie can work. Um, but I thought I think that mm. the themes in that story in the original Lego movie kind of uh, transcend that it's an anima- that it's even an animated movie. I think the story and the and, and the themes of of adulthood and preserving stuff. Yeah, and like, I think that, that was There's so some powerful. There's deep cuts in the Lego movie, absolutely, and especially with the great twist. And it's a three year old movie, so we're going to ruin it with the live action. The Man Upstairs yeah. uh, twist mm. with Will Ferrell. I mean, that's an amazing twist that the movie still would have been, I reckon, like a 9 out of 10 without any of that. Absolutely. But that five-minute sequence pushes it to like a new emotional high, definitely. Do you reckon they could have made that work within a Batman movie? Like if, if well, it's revealed that Michael, Michael Keaton online. was playing with it or no, something? I was reading some theories fun. online saying that it, it, it is still part of the multiverse and apparently uh, there's a scene that mentions that underneath Gotham... City, there is nothing, and that's apparently because underneath the tables that he's got a Gotham section in the basement, and underneath the tables is nothing. So ah. it's the pushing of the tables together. So Classic. it's part of the multiverse. <laughs> it's a Lego multiverse. Um, so, but you know, they're, they're going into this, my, my the hype was real, as mm. they say in the biz, and um, I got really, really excited when we found out more details of this movie. I bought heaps of the Lego Batman sets. Well, not heaps. You bought all, every single all of the Lego set. Batman sets. <laughs> Um, I bought I bought a lot basically, and uh, um, I was really excited about the level of uh, Batman fanfare and celebration mm. of his history. Like just from the sets alone, there were so many obscure characters. You yeah, know, we did like an unboxing of all the minifigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't know like maybe four of them. Yeah, totally. There, there were there Which are a bunch of us. super obscure Batman characters featured within this movie. Um, and then we saw the cast list of who was going to be the voices of some of these bad guys. Yeah. And there are some of our favorites, like Jason Manzukis mm. and Doug Benson and Eddie Izzard and um, Jermaine Clements. Like, there were so many people that we really Adam loved. Adam Devine. Yeah, um, they're all going to be included within this yeah. movie. Um, I think there was, it got to the point where there was so much going for it where I knew I was going to be in some small way disappointed. And I think for me, like, and, like this is me after me saying, I really enjoyed this movie. I'll mm. see it again and again and again. Uh, the disappointment for me comes from there not really being much heart to the story. It's just kind of like the moral well, of the story is like family's pretty good. But I think that's a lot of heart. We've never look. I, yeah, I'll let you finish for a Batman movie. My, okay, I'm gonna yeah. let you finish. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, let you finish. But I'm gonna I'll, I'll speak about my like Batman had one of the best hearts of all time. Yeah. Um, uh, is and it then, black and dark gray? The heart. And then uh, you know this is approaching spoiler territory, so I won't go too deep into this thought, but. Uh, 
a lot of the Batman references in it are just references and don't like grow beyond that throughout the movie. So a lot of those bad guys, a lot of those sets that you've seen on the stores, uh, seen on the shelves of the stores, only appear in the movie for like a split, a split second. Tail. But no surprises there. I mean, that's what merchandise is always for been sure, like. But Think like, about Star Wars. They have toys of like characters who are operating a computer in the background. Like that's totally. the, the nature of merchandise. And Lego itself is like the biggest merchandise of yeah. this film. But you know, I, I, after seeing the voice cast and how you know how many quite big big comedians and big actors, Conan O'Brien was the voice of someone. Yes, the, the Riddler, Riddler, right? Yeah, the Riddler. Um, he has like two lines. Or exactly, so. that's what I mean. So like you know, like I was expecting them to have more. I, I was kind of glad it wasn't. Otherwise, it would have been a like to me a Shrek fest. Like, a, oh look, who we've got here. Look, here's a funny pop culture reference. Like, sure. I like the fact. Instead, st- it was almost more like South Park, where you just have like yeah, a, the story a big was served, doing a tiny role. Yeah, and that's great. Like, it serves the story first to me, uh, rather than let's let's let the comedian go ham and we'll animate around that. Yeah. You know? Um, but overall, I loved it. I, I can't wait to watch this again and again. There were so many references, so many like like just like tiny little moments that I can't wait to watch again and again. And I hope there's a bunch of like stuff that was left on the cutting yeah. room floor that we get to delve into. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, look, I loved it. It was, you know, it had the hard task of having to be quite good because the Lego movie, I think everybody went in with zero expectations and it blew everybody away. So this movie had the hard task of... It didn't have the, the pleasure of kind of having a no pressure, you know? There was pressure on this movie. And I think extremely... I think in a sense it had even more pressure due to the fact it was a, 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 the second Batman movie in as many years and the first Batman film... The, the, sorry, the last Batman film before this, as you've probably heard on this podcast, was terrible and a terrible, terrible... Terrible interpretation of like that. Objectively terrible. No, subjectively and objectively terrible. Like it was just an all-round all terrible film and a terrible, terrible, terrible film <laughs> and a horrible portrayal that decided to like enlarge like one percent of the one hundred percent that is Batman's character. His 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 complex like shades of character. It just it, it magnified one bizarre like kind of netherworlds version of Batman and made that the main character. And it was terrible. So it had also the duty of being as kind of good as the Lego movie, but also being a good Batman movie, which, you know, in these trying times, I just thought couldn't be possible. And for me, I thought it was a great movie in the sense that it, it took a genre movie. The, it was almost like, to me, it was almost like um, A Christmas Carol or something. It was about family and this kind of rich old billionaire who doesn't really like anybody and having to learn about family and see the important things in day-to-day. And I, I love the fact they took to me like to me it's almost a perfect Christmas movie it sounds so whack but it was like Home Alone Kevin McAllister in Home Alone is so similar to Batman in this movie he's in a big house by himself he's a real shit he's like stays up all night watching movies like I could not stop drawing the parallels it's like the perfect Christmas movie is that what Alfred is Old Man Marley yeah Alfred is kind of Old Man Marley or also or is Robin Old Man Marley or the mum um, no, I don't know. Like, let's let's <laughs> let's stop getting deep on that. No, no, no I want to get deeper. Well, we what, can do that. Who is um? What what's Angels with Filthy Souls, which is the movie that Kevin McAllister watches? Jeremy Maguire. Jeremy, oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, yeah. No, to me, it was just like <laughs> such a like familiar set, and I was like, it's a movie about family, but it's all coded with Batman, and I really like that. I, this podcast is, you know, I, I don't read it anywhere near the amount of comics Levens does, but. I'm a, I love Batman comics and I try to read all of them. I've been really lax lately and a run that I've m- mentioned often is Morrison's run from like 2006 to 2013 or 14 or so and to me this movie was like the closest thing we'll see to a Grant Morrison Batman film in the sense that 
everything is canon. Everything from every page of the comic to every terrible movie, including Batman v Superman and Batman and Robin. Everything is celebrated. Everything has happened before. And, and that was refreshing. And I do like the fact that those references weren't lingered on, but it's just kind of, oh, you know what's happened before. And, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that the Joker references, he, it, uh, one of his plans is better than the plans of two boats, which is, you know, what happens in The Dark Knight when he has the two boats with the bombs and, and the, the, the parade with the prince song. Yep. Like, the fact that that's a line. And it's just so great. And I, I, I loved it. And I loved it. It was like the, a family genre movie, but everyone was a Batman character. Like, I loved seeing that explored, which would never happen in Hollywood where hundreds of millions of dollars are on the line. Uh, where they have to make, you know, essentially a traditional crime slash action movie with a real life Batman, mm. just so it makes money and people are interested. But with a cartoon, they explored this whole other side, the adoption side, and like words that are never spoken in Batman films. So I thought it was almost, in a way, one of the best representations we've seen for people who are like, oh, it's so different to the comics. I mean, with a real life film, you really. You know, and Nolan did this well, and other directors have done it terribly, is you pick certain parts of the comics, and it's an interpretation of the comics. It's not 100... Like, things that happen on the comic page never translate to screen, despite the fact, you know, you think they're storyboards. It just doesn't really work. You can have homage shots, you can have homage scenes, but... A movie has a very different storytelling path. Yeah, than a, and, and next and, issue and read this. Next issue read this. Where a comic essentially like, you know, it takes five minutes basically to flip through, and it ends on a note where you're like, oh, I've got to read the next one. And it's like a fact that uh, a comic is always better than whatever <laughs> is based on it. I mean, that's not There's necessarily no- fact. I think like fact. at the core of the character, people can interpret different. You know, a character is is rich in wealth as Batman. I, th- I I think there are some amazing TV shows based off that character. Oh no, I mean, I mean like. When you directly um, interpret a comic, oh, the comic like is a, always an issue or, or a run. Yeah, yeah. yeah like don't, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't yeah. do that, and you should not fixate on trying to replicate the comic. It's a completely different medium. The most successful uh, versions of Batman in other media outside of the comics, I think, have been ones that take risks, like the animated series, or you know, even Batman sixty six was great. It's such its own interpretation of mm. the original comic. The Nolan trilogy, again, picks highlighted scenes, changes things, but no one really questions them besides some like man babies or whatever but this I love that it did that and it was unabashedly it's just kind of to me it's a sad state of affairs that it has to be an animated film that gets to take a risk in terms of Batman lore like this yeah um, but it was great too and I actually had a friend who voiced one of the like one of the quasi lead characters one of the support characters in uh, Chief O'Hara who has like more lines than all of the villains that uh, aren't most Joker. of the villains besides Joker um she did a really nice... She's a friend of mine. Uh, she's from the States. And she did a really nice post about working on the film and said what was really important for the production team was that Gotham was represented like the real world. And if you have a look at all the shots, it's the first time they haven't used... I mean, it's the first time out of two films they haven't used the yellow Lego skin. But I was looking at shots throughout the movie and there are as many Caucasian as there are African-American as there are Asian as there are Latino characters throughout basically every shot in the film yep. which I thought was super cool really and well she done. was like this is important like this is a film our Gotham City represents what America is like right now like mm-hmm. the world is like this and we're really proud of how diverse our Gotham is and how it's not whitewashed and yeah I thought that was super super cool I mean I didn't want to get too political but three drinks later <laughs> I'm talking about uh what it was like at Brickberg Studios for them. But yeah, uh, man, I loved it. I thought it was great. And I didn't go in expecting like this to be a make or break movie. Like I was always going to be, if it sucks, then, you know, we're in an era of shitty Batman films. And 
Just add it to the pile. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, my, 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 I can only concentrate on the Star Wars films we're getting every six months now. That's, that's where I'm waging all my bets. So this was going to be, look, if it's great, that's awesome. If it's bad, I don't really care that much. But I was so, like, I just, I just dug it. I thought yeah. it was great. And to me, it ticked so many boxes. And it's a Batman movie more than a Lego movie almost. Oh, far more. Yeah, than, which yeah, I was into. More. I was like, great. I'm glad we have a Batman movie that's good. Yeah. Post Nolan. Like, it shows you can do it. Don't be scared to yeah. be different. And it, what it did to me also was give me high hopes for the Spidey animated film. Which, yes, uh, definitely. Lord and Miller are doing are as well. Doing, and yeah. it's uh, just going to be, if it's going to be like this, like taking a different angle, uh, I think it's going to be awesome. So having seen this, um, we know that Chris Mackay, the next film he's doing is a Lego Movie 2. Which one's that? Like the Lego Movie 2. Oh, he's doing Lego Movie 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I um, thought it was the Trolls person. Uh, oh, I heard that it was Chris Mackay. Who oh. knows? Don't fact check it. You, oh, you can clarify it if you like. But apparently it's going to be a musical. Yes. All for that. All for it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, South Park movie is amazing. You know, some, some of the better, mo- uh, funniest movies I've seen are musicals. And it's going to be set predominantly in space, which is great. Oh, Obviously, awesome. Being, Benny was Benny. probably the one character that maybe was the bigger breakout character than Batman yeah, himself. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I maybe got, some more Star Wars minifigs. Hey? Yes, true. I got, I got faith. Um, I got faith. You've got to have faith, someone once said. And um, when this movie does come out in Australia, if you're Australian and listening to this, um, it's come out almost everywhere else in the world. Um, but for whatever reason, we're, we're waiting for the school holidays here. Um, when it does come out, you should absolutely see it. If you're a Batman fan, if you're a fan of the Lego movie, uh, this is definitely worth seeing and gets the Hey Fam tick of approval. It's not as good as the Lego movie, but it's still fucking Confirmed great. Confirmed he's not directing. It's Rob Schraub and Mike Mitchell. I thought we, you sent me an article that said Rob Schraub isn't doing it. Well, who knows? There's a lot of fake news out there now. There I wouldn't even trust news. what I'm sending you. Cuck links. <laughs> Cucked links. This link is cucked. Error 404. <laughs> um, so now we're going to do a little bit of some a spoiler review. I'm going to put a... Um, oh, a sting? A spoiler sting? A, sure. But can I'll, we get Archie to say it again? Okay, his most jokery this, this voice. This is a spoiler. Yeah, perfect. Um, uh, can I just say also, um, this is a spoiler too. There's a line in the movie where I believe the Joker refers to people as human farts. And that was the one takeaway Archie had from this film, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it was his favourite part of the movie. Can you get Archie to record now? And you could probably edit now. Say him go, this is a spoiler, you human farts. Yeah, I mean, when he reviews the movie at the end of this episode, which you should definitely listen to, um, he the one like one of the few things he brings up is you, yep. that you came and that you were good. <laughs> Was I a good human fart? I don't know. You, but also that he that he. I was human well farts. behaved though, wasn't I? I, <laughs> I, I? I sat down. I was quiet. Yeah, I laughed you didn't. In the right you places. didn't eat all your snacks in the first ten minutes. Of the movie. No, no. I've paced myself. <laughs> I actually had some paella before I came, so I didn't even paella. eat a snack. Yeah, yeah. Wowza. Um So yeah, classic Sunday movie dish. Um, but uh, I'm going to put a, a a little tag in the in the um, in the episode description yep. of this episode spoilers, when, when the spoilers are over. So look at that and skip forward for us to talk about some switch stuff and you know whatever. Yeah, fam behavior but um let's talk about some more spoilery stuff i'd love to um you go first uh okay so one thing that i didn't think worked okay there are two things two things that the, the two things that i think were the closest thing to a bad this movie had one zach galifianakis as the joker yeah. i thought was just like really limp oh really yeah i just didn't like it was so i guess i'm not used to a really subdued joker but i i, I thought this was beyond subdued i thought it was like Almost like he was just reading his lines out. It didn't sound like yeah, Zach. Right. It didn't sound like the Joker. It didn't sound like Galifianakis. That's what, like yeah, yeah. kudos to him for not sounding like Galifianakis. But where was the laughter? He that, didn't. Well, what was what I kind of liked about this? And again, I don't want to get all Elseworlds, but it was almost as if in this Batman was the Joker, 
and Joker was Batman. I mean, to me, in a way, I was speaking about it with someone at work this morning. The Joker was who I was rooting for. Like, I felt bad <laughs> for him. Like, that. No, basically, the Joker is obsessed in this film, almost to the point of uh, we haven't really seen in a cinematic depiction since uh, Heath Ledger. Like, he's obsessed with Batman and is obsessed with this bond they have where one really can't exist without the other and they're both they're going to be around as long as they're both around like they need one another to survive and this took that one step further what I loved and you kind of see a hint of it in one of the trailers but it takes kind of the romantic comedy rules of uh, films like the you know there's a lot of dialogue with a lot of innuendo about dating and like going steady about who Batman is fighting currently as opposed to banging and I, I kind of like really felt bad for the Joker and I to me he was almost he wasn't quite baby Groot at all, but he was like this adorable kind of version of the Joker who was just obsessed with Batman. And really, I really liked that. And I thought it was nice to see kind of a subdued Joker. Yeah, um, I, thought, I thought... And you Zach's know what? Trust me, subdued is what I need yeah, after seeing true. a certain portrayal last year. Um, I just thought, I don't know. I think, you know, you have like... If you have like the funnest version of Batman... How come his most fun and most well-known bad guy is so subdued and? What he, I just I don't. It is interesting to think of that, but to me that made no problem. Just because to me Batman was kind of like the loser who was bad. Like Batman's a big loser in this. Who's a jerk? Like he's literally a jerk. Yeah, like he's more sure. of a jerk in this than the joke. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There is. Like, arguably... Like, he's a jerk to the people who he cares about. Whereas the Joker's, like, so nice to Batman and he just wants to hang out with him and or fight and, him. And throw bombs at, yeah. Yeah. Fuck the, the opening. There's opening 10 That's minutes. That's incredible opening 10 minutes. brilliant. And I think, like, that was, like, my problem was that I was hoping for that for the entire movie. Yeah. There are, um, there, there are scenes, I think, where it dips up to those highs again, but uh, it's just non-stop. And that, it's, like... That first 10 minutes is frantic. It has every single Batman villain. Yeah. It has every Batman. villain. It's, like... You know, it's 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 a fantasy, and uh, has uh, Batman singing that incredible metal song about yeah, himself, about was, kicking was, and backflips, and not and paying his six taxes, and not paying taxes. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, but I thought, like, <clears throat> that was where, like, you know, I, I, some uh, later in the ep- in the movie, um, Joker goes to the Phantom Zone, yep. and all that the bad sick. guys there are 
Warner Brothers properties bad yeah. guys. So there is Sauron from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yep. There is the Wicked Witch of the West with her flying monkeys. There's a lot of the classic Warner Brothers. Oh no, there is um, Gremlins. There's Gremlins, Gremlins, which was amazing to see. Yeah, Voldemort, um, who is not voiced. By voiced yeah, instead of Ray Fiennes, who is voicing uh, Alfred. Which was awesome to see Voldemort yeah. again, and he was like, well, he was one of the best out of those villains. Well, he was like the main bad guy after Joker, right? Him yeah, it was Sauron. like him and Sauron were the main. And Sauron villains. was is Jamie Clements from uh, yeah, yeah, from, from Lord of the Rings, Flight of the Concords. Very sorry, from uh, Flight <laughs> of the Concords. Um, uh, you also got um, the other one. Who was uh, Jermaine? Who's the other uh, Flight of the Concord? The guy who does less. No, was he it? doesn't do less. He re- did the Muppets movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. won an Oscar. He's actually done more. Is, um, was he, he in it too? Well, he's in Lord of the Rings. He's an extra in the first Lord of the Rings. Right, so it's going to be like course. technically oh, yeah. not wrong. Now right, both sure. Flight of the Concords have been in a Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, do you mean some way more than uh, the other one? Uh, maybe in in camera. He's done... That guy's done two Muppet movies. Jermaine's done... He won an Oscar wh- for Man or Muppet though. Like, okay. you, kind of, you can't really... What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, he's done Boy... He's done... Shark vs... Man, Man in Black 3. Oh, sorry. How did I forget yeah. Men in Black 3? He was the main bad guy in that. He was awesome That's what it. I mean. How did I forget it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, he's he's uh, Moana. He's, oh. he's done a lot, mate. All right. He's done well, a lot. like I said, he hasn't won an Oscar. He's my favorite con- Concord. Brett. Brett. There we go. Brett. Fuck you, Brett. Do more. No, Brett's great. He's, he is he's great. I know. And won an Oscar. I know, but I want him to do more now. <laughs> When you uh, win an Oscar, you don't know, it's Neil Armstrong. You've reached the top of the mountain. You've landed on the moon. What do you do? You know what? If it was this year, Brett would have won the Oscar and then two minutes into his speech, so it would have been, oh, Jermaine. Oh, got Jermaine. It. It's actually Jermaine. Ooh, hot, such a hot take. Topical take. This joke is really working this week. But I didn't, like, I thought it was fun that all those extra bad guys and the Daleks and all that yeah, stuff. The, all those called British robots. From, from outside of the Batman universe yeah. and, and the DC universe. That's I thought what it was, made it like a Lego movie. You for know? sure, yeah, all these different the properties. Door opening, all, 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 you can play as all those characters in Lego Dimensions. Yeah, sure. Um, and so it just kind of felt like I was watching Lego Dimensions from that point sure. forward. I did. It wasn't bad. I just like I, I wanted to see the this movie's take on on Bane on Two Face. You know, you had like Billy D. Williams returning as Two Face, but he had like a Two lines. one line. But still, if that, he's you know. Billy D. Williams as Two Face. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Doug Benson's Bane is great. He does use Tom that, Hardy's that, voice, that's which the is hilarious. Part. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, yeah, it'll be your reckoning. Yeah, he, uh. it's the greatest. Like, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I was just a little bit disappointed. I, just, I didn't. I thought it was. It was fun, and I kind of I liked the idea that um, you know that, that Gotham was 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 what everyone fought for. That's why yeah. the bad guys were bad because they love Gotham in a different way to Batman, but they still love Gotham, which yeah. is why they unite and fight alongside Batman. It was a cool portrayal end. of Gotham. Yeah, you know? it was great to see, and it was just so cool to see that rogues gallery. One thing that was a bit triggering, I think, and I'll need to do some more research on this. It looks as though Zach Galifianakis' Joker has sleeve tattoos. Did you notice that he had the clubs, the hearts, yeah, yeah, the yeah, spades, yeah. and I think. That's a bit horrible if that's so because that the only thing I can think of is damage the uh, the Oscar award winning damage. That's something else we haven't spoken about yet. Uh, <laughs> I think we just leave it at that. Yeah, this Thank is this is this so is, many people. So the, the this Oscars is our hot happened. take on it. The Academy Awards happened and Suicide Squad won an Oscar for hair and makeup. And if you've seen that movie, you know that literally means the damage tattoo, which was sprayed on fucking Jared Leto's head every morning. After he came in envelopes and sent them to his cast members. Oh, whoa. Won an Oscar. Jared Leto was doing that too? Oh, he's doing it all. I thought I didn't realise. I thought that was Zach, Zach trademarked coming in envelopes. Maybe maybe Jared was, spurred he, him on. Jared was like... Zach was like, Jared, you've got to come in something else. Yeah, well, the condoms. That's right. He was sending used condoms to like Jaden yeah. Smith or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is now an Oscar winning moment. Like this is the state of the world we live in. And that's all I'm going to leave it at. Because could, I could spend four hours riffing on the fact that... 
literally Jared Leto's portrayal has been given some form of award that isn't a Razzie. And that's a huge, huge crime against and humanity. Thanks so much to all of our listeners, oh, uh, most of whom who got in touch with us. I got, I got, my phone blew up. I wasn't even watching the Oscars. I was, I was recording I serious issues. I found out via a listener who uh, inboxed us. All of a sudden, like, yeah. Jesus. I got, I got, uh, I got tweets. I got tagged. I got all kinds of shit. Just like, I reckon like... Hey, guess what? It's still a shit movie. Yeah. And it was only against two other movies, which weren't that great either. So, I mean, it was kind of a it's giant the, it's turd. It's still the Oscar down. Award winning Suicide Squad. It is now called the Academy Award winning. And you know what else? MCU hasn't got an Academy Award. And this is the first DCEU's Academy Award. Like, that's fucked. <laughs> this is what's happening. That's weird. Yeah, it's no good. It's Ma- no good. Maybe Lego Batman will win one for best bricks. Yeah, that should be a, uh, you know, yeah. so category. The reason I was mainly disappointed, though, about about the, the bad guys not being as prominent as the, like, you know, bad guys who weren't from Batman mm. is that Joker is not my favourite Bat-villain. Yeah, of course. And I just wanted to see... And we've spoken about this before. He's not yours Two-Face is my favourite. Two-Face. I don't know. Joker's still mine. Yeah. Iconic. That's all I'll say. I, yeah, sure. Iconic. I guess, yeah, for me, like, Batman Forever was the first thing that, that, that really connected to me as a from, like, first Batman media that really connected to me. I like Two-Face. Even though it sucks. I just, like, Two-Face is always my dude. I like Two-Face, but, again, much like most of a lot of Bruce Wayne's major villains, he has the same, like, I was a f- colleague of Bruce Wayne, but now I'm a villain and we both fight. And I still like the Joker's But he's hero. the best colleague. Well, he was until he decided to get really naughty. <laughs> I just still like the Joker's, like... Explanation, which there is none. It's just you've I've you've created me, yep. and now you have to deal with me. I am the ugly. Fi- I'm the elephant in the room that um, you've created. I also thought that whoever was the voice of Harley Quinn was way too subdued as Harley Jenny Quinn. Jenny Slate too. was way, and it's Jenny Slate who's amazing. I was expecting her to do publicity style. Yeah, and I do, I too agree with that. She was quite like normal, and it wasn't. And it was just like, hey, I'm Harley Quinn. Yeah, like. I mean, it was refreshing. I'll give you that because it wasn't somebody trying to do a Jersey accent for once. Yeah, it was better than Margaret Robbie's attempt at a Jersey accent. I thought at least she wasn't even attempting. But like, it. I don't know. Like, it would have been great to see like a you know like classic Hollywood Jessica Rabbit style Harley. Yeah, Quinn. that would have been cool. Yeah, um, I I agree. That was a real subdued vo- um, choice. It was like yeah, the one two of Zach and her, but the, the voices I loved. Um, I thought Michael Sarah was incredible. He was a great Robin. Like now he's got, we have the best portrayal of Dick Grayson on screen now, all thanks to Michael Sarah. Yeah. He was just the and most eager. He, he was the best character. Oh, he was in the so movie. beautiful. He was yeah. like the one you connected with. He was so nice, and he was just so eager and such a beautiful little like little puppy. Do- he was literally a puppy dog. Like and he was just wanted attention. When he gets into the Nightwing suit at the end, and like which oh. was actually Superman's Nightwing suit. Oh, from of course, the from Flame, Flame Bird and Nightwing. Yep. Yeah, so right. it was a little nod. Like, this is how deep Chris McKay is as a Batman fan. It was the first time Nightwing appeared as nutty idiots like us would know it's a suit that Superman wore, and it was that suit, which yep. was so sick. It was such a sick moment. I'm kind of bummed there isn't a minifig of that in the box that we unbox. Like, that's such a deep I'm cut. sure. Like, watch me continue to spend money yeah. on, on these. I want to get the, the... I've seen the, like, $20 set or $30 set, which is Batman, where he's, like, hooked onto the Joker and he's with got the, the balloons. balloons. Yeah, I built that with RT the day before the movie came out. It's such a good set. I'm going to pick so, it up. It's really cool. Yeah. And it's, for the price point, like, it has a lot of cool play features, good figs, and the balloon shit is yeah. really great. I'm going to pick it up. And he's little, he's, his, uh, his coattails are so fabric? good. Yeah, fabric. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm going to so pick dope. it up. Yeah. I, I super love that sequence. I think that might be one of my favorite, uh, besides the infamous interrogation room scene in The Dark Knight. I think that's one of my favorite on screen. That was brilliant. Joker Batman. That was, that was great. Conversations. Great, great moment. That's yeah, probably one of the best ways of the film. He's sort of hooked between 
the Joker and, you know, the bomb and he's like, you have to make this decision, which is such classic Joker being like, get me right now or save Gotham. Yeah, like, that yeah. was, was pure, so pure Batman. And, and uh, I loved and it. And I love how Batman views Superman as his greatest foe. And he's like, no, what are you no, it's me. Um, it was so <laughs> good to see great. Channing Tatum do my favorite portrayal of Superman. the Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so great to hear Jonah in there as the Green Lantern. Yeah. And I thought Adam Devine was a good welcome as the Flash. Yes, definitely. Very cool. Like, very fast and frantic. I thought the Justice League were going to feature a bit more prominently. Uh, yeah. Maybe they're told not to because of the film coming out. I mean, what I was wondering the whole time while watching this, it kind of knows how shitty... It even says how dumb Suicide Squad is basically in a line <laughs> uh, where... Someone suggests, why don't we get all these villains to help round up the bad guys? And then Batman's like, how stupid is that? Why would you get villains to yeah. get villains? I'm just wondering what the production was like while Warner Brothers were literally bankrolling this film, which doesn't look upon, you know, the, the Snyderverse so lightly, while also funding the Snyderverse. Like, yeah, totally. Is there any things where they're like, you can't discuss this or this or this? I mean, I'm really curious to find out. I'm sure it'll come out eventually um, if there were any, like do not go there in this film because we've got big plans for trying yeah. to get more money out of idiots. I love Rosario Dawson as Batgirl. She was so good. Barbara and it was Gordon. so refreshing uh, to see Commissioner Gordon, Jim Gordon rather, be retired and have Barbara Gordon step up as like a fully formed adult Babs and someone who is in charge of the Gotham uh, PD, what do you call it? Public the police? PD. Gotham PD. GCPD. GCPD. That was really cool to see. And Batman's while he was like crushing on her, which made more sense in this as opposed to the recent terrible killing joke decision, he was very platonic and to the point where he said my platonic co-worker yeah, was yeah, of yeah. another sex, which was hilarious. I thought it was great. I and mean, also you've got a very young Dick Grayson in this, but you also want to introduce Batgirl. Like it makes sense yeah. that like and you Alfred know, was such a star in oh, this. Ray Fiennes was Alfred so good, was wasn't he? Yeah. Such a badass in this, to the point where he dons um, the Adam West outfit and he's just like, "Oh, I just love the '60s, sir." And he's like, th- to see Alfred suit up, fighting alongside Batman, Robin, yep. and Batgirl, made the fanboy in me like basically weep. It you was can, so cool to see a, him. There's a set where it's um oh, which that one final is it? Batmobile. That's wh- right. That, it, and it the, splits, all, splits the, them all up into their the own. Skirt, no, the, the Scuttler is, is a set you can already one. get, but coming out soon is that final Batmobile where they're all in it yes and um alfred is wearing that final outfit he's got they probably were delayed it for spoilers i guess yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. that was such a cool moment to see alfred like as a batman made my heart grow and i got really upset when i thought again deep spoiler here when alfred was gonna die yeah yeah. he's falling off i was like i'm not fucking ready for this like i've never (laughs) dealt with a dead alfred except for that terrible batman and robin scene where he's like super sick or something does he die? I don't know. I can't even remember. The movie has zero impact. <laughs> We're on going it. to do a commentary of it, a live. We're commentary. doing a commentary. I think it's best if we don't watch it before they come no, out. No, hundred percent. Yeah, I, like Alfred. But this is again one of the best portrayals of Alfred. But having said that, Alfred's generally the best thing about most Batman films in terms of portrayals. Like we've seen the the Cockney, you know, so to Michael speak, Kane. Michael Caine. We've seen the revered. Probably was a worked in the British Secret Service as Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Still, the best thing about BVS, I oh, think. By far, um, even Michael Goh, who was in the all of the Burton and Schumacher's, yeah, another I, great he was interp- my favorite favorite character of all those. Great movies. interpretation. Like the one thing that Warner Brothers keeps nailing, I've got to say, Alfred's. Just nailing that Alfred's old man. great. He's probably my favorite Batman character. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Him, him and Commissioner character. Gordon are like my two favorite characters. Yeah, Bat- uh, Alfred's and, mine. And, uh, I'm going on record. And Harvey, Harvey. Um, not Dent. Harvey Bullock. Oh, Harvey Bullock. Who was an animated series creation. Worked his way into the canon. I think so. Yeah. No, he was. Was he? Yeah. Might fight you about this. Maybe I'm thinking of someone Off else. Off the mic. Um, 
yeah, I loved it. I can't wait to continue like delving deep in it. I yeah. can't wait to watch this movie again when it comes out. Great intro to like one of the like you said, just even to the credit sequence, just like even to the studio logo sequence. Like it's such a, and it in the most like tense action scenes. I do love the fact it kind of riffs on the Dark Knight scores and stuff. Like it yep. uses Hans Zimmer's um, Nolan trilogy score for like those scenes. And, and one of them when, had like, a they fight. They like the 60s style. It'll take like that zap and power. We're gonna punch them so hard that like, words are gonna uh, appear. Yeah, it was yeah, brilliant. Onomatopoeias will appear for the words that describe the sound. Like, <laughs> it was just so funny. Yeah, it was great. And there was you know there was some amount of heart to it. I liked it. It was oh, a good there was movie. So much heart to it. Definitely I loved see it. this movie. You're Great crazy. Movie. If you're a Batman fan, you don't see this movie. You're crazy. You're, n- you're mental. If you like, I, I still think paying for a ticket to see Suicide Squad is on par, if not worse, than supplying funds to the Taliban. Like, didn't you pay for a ticket to see Suicide Squad? Yeah, but I also made sure I paid equal amount to the Taliban. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, right. Just so I wasn't like, I, so, just so I could really sleep at night. This is the best Batman movie since The Dark Knight. Yeah, I'd say so as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. It's just ridiculous. Go see it. The end. The end. Now we're going to talk about Switch, everybody. Yes. Oh, by the way, if, if you, for whatever reason, you've listened this far and um, you haven't seen Lego Batman yet. Well, you can't because it comes out in four weeks. And you're watching until the very end. No, you know, we told them not to listen if they haven't oh, seen okay. it. Oh, uh, okay. If, if you stay till the very end, there's no bit. There's no bit post-credits. Oh, there's no bit. Um, however, there's a great little stab at the MCU and a... In oh, the, talk about the code to get into uh, the Batcave is Iron Man sucks, <laughs> which is said about four or five times. So funny. It's so funny. It's just like, okay, yeah, we get it. But that's uh, like Marvel's a, uh, pretty much made Tony Stark their Bruce Wayne now. And I, I love that that was like, you know, like just take a little jab. It's yeah, fine. It wasn't mean. It wasn't mean spirited. It was just like, this Batman would hate Iron Man. You think he's a dick, Angus? We've got five minutes after the show. Um, what do you? What, you we've got the Nintendo Switch we've coming got out. Two sleeps or the Switch. In two again, sleeps. This is an episode which is such a hey fam episode. It's about Batman. It's about cinema, and it's about Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Two sleeps. Look, I'm I'm so excited, and I really think compared to the last console, which you know we know the cycle wasn't fantastic. Nintendo seemed to be doing so many things this time to correct its course. A lot of, as we know, as of right now, embargo is not being lifted yet on a lot of the reviews or a lot of the feedback or a lot of the general, you know, straight up, here's the facts. So there's been a lot of pre-reviews and a lot of pre-articles. Here's what we think so far. Here's what we think. I've read a bunch from Polygon on The Verge and everything seems to be quite overwhelmingly positive. One thing that sticks out is just how adult the machine is compared to the Wii to the Wii U that is like it feels like the word Apple product got thrown around in one it just mm-hmm. like it's a sleek amazing design the menus are very minimalist there's very what you see is what you get there's like not an overload of information as opposed to like the Xbox menu screens or something like that again all of these reviews though uh, they don't have the day one update or a lot of the online features and I'm just excited to play a Nintendo console which looks like it's Broken, again, you know, I've said this year's been a year where Nintendo broke a lot of its rules, like Batman's no-killing rule. They broke the going mobile, putting games on other platforms, but did it well. I'm, yep. think, I'm hoping this keeps the same philosophy in the sense that it is doing new things, but still staying true to Nintendo. And even last night, I was just talking about it with somebody. Who? Um, oh, just somebody. No, who? Uh, Chloe, my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just did say, like, I had to kind of... I, pr- I was probably talking to myself because, I mean, I'd, I'd switch off if I spoke to me too. <laughs> but Nintendo is like almost a 150-year-old company now. Yeah. And, you know, they've had a lot more successes, I guess, in this than... The video game industry itself is quite a small p- period of time. And here's a toy, a game company. Cards. At its very core. Sex hotels. I just think this would be... Yes. Yeah, 
<laughs> cosplay experiences. I just think this is going to be hopefully one of the more celebrated uh, attempts. And it looks like they're doing a lot of right things. They're, you know, some plans got leaked this year for E3's stage setup. And the two biggest stages, uh, two biggest areas at this year's E3, Microsoft's got a tiny stage. It's Sony and Nintendo. And it looks like Nintendo are feeling so courageous after the Iwata period of saying, let's not worry about E3, let's do this. It looks like Nintendo's a new sense of confidence and a new sense of Nintendo kind of going, look, we are a bit kooky and weird, but at the, the end of the day, we're, we're, on the, we're in the games industry and we can't ignore that. We need to address the other games. We need to address the fact we're in a games industry. We're not in this Nintendo bubble. And for me to see those plans leaked is kind of promising. It's, it's like them going, no, we are ready to take this to the stage and not be a product for Nintendo fans. It looks like they're wanting to come out and kick ass and get new fans. Like, to me, the thing that keeps blowing me away is will we be able to play a console Zelda title on the go. Yeah. That's mental. So wild. I've been thinking about it every morning on the train for the last two weeks. I've been thinking about even these indie titles coming out, even just games that will allow me to, you know, pick it up and play it on the way to the train station. And there's some amazing the indie titles coming out. Well, there's a huge direct today, which, uh, yeah, kind of showed a whole bunch of new smaller titles coming out and some not small titles too. Yeah, and like titles that are available on on consoles Steam already or PS4. but they're only available on like home consoles like you know Stardew Valley but we're getting you know the thing is we are getting Stardew Valley on the Switch but it's going to be the first version to have online like online mode so you can play multiplayer against other people like, and I'm um, o- overcooked I've held off on buying on PS4 seems uh, like the right decision demo, as well. I'm really enjoying it but now I get to uh, uh, that game will be so much more fun to play on the go I'm just pumped to like now go to bed and this sounds so fucking lazy in first world but be like I'm a little tired now and just go to bed pop on my BT headphones, uh, those Bluetooths, and start wailing on Breath of the Wild where there's no discs whirring, where there's no anything, and just pay, play that bad boy in bed. And hey, if it starts to run a battery, don't worry. I've got a huge-ass power board next to me slamming that USB-C. And <laughs> the next thing I know, it's 4 a.m. and I've got to be at work in a couple hours, you know? So we get the console on Friday, yep. 9 a.m. You've taken the day off work. Well, it's coincidental. Uh, the night before, <laughs> sure, I'm no, the, 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 and I haven't spent a thousand dollars on Lego Batman products. <laughs> no, no, it is strictly coincidental. The night before is a huge. Uh, Chloe's been nominated for um, a prestigious award uh, as a journalist for the LGBTQI Awards as journalist of the year. So it's a big event at the Opera House, and she's currently got a week off on holiday. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to take that last day off, and so I can spend you. some quality time with you. Let's say I pulled a few strings to make the Opera House push the date before the, the launch. <laughs> no, I didn't. It, it is purely coincidental, but one coincidence that has not been lost on anybody who hears that I am not attending work on Friday. That's so great. It's stupid what are you, as what hell. are you going to do? So we, you, we're gonna, I'm going to be there when that when that store opens up at 9 a.m. I'm getting that console. Look, it depends if I'm still out at Marquee celebrating the uh, the night. Uh, either I'll be swinging into my tux on the way back, just picking <laughs> it up, a la Bruce Wayne, or I'll be going to McDonald's drive-through on the way, having a hangover breakfast, and picking that bad boy up, doing a U-turn, coming straight home, setting it on up. And what are you going to do first? You know, just go straight into Breath of the Wild. Um. We didn't even talk about Breath of the Wild. Like, well, we won't until next week. I think yeah, we've spoken about all we need to say about it. The, 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 the select few people who hate it when we talk about video games in this podcast, oh baby, you're yeah, in you're going to hate next, next week. week's episode. Uh, but, but then immediately after, we're going to do a review of Logan. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. There we go. Uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Play an hour or so. Wait for Chloe to get up, then play one two switch. I'm really worried that once I get put on Zelda Breath of the Wild, I'm not going to want to do anything else for the rest yeah, of my I life. Yeah, I keep thinking about that in a way. I'm just like, holy shit, you're married and have two kids and 
I'm, I'm kind of like, oh man, now you can like actually actively leave your kids to play a Zelda game. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that's kind of bizarre and I'm not sure what's going to happen and I can't wait to see. I've got a meeting, everybody, for the next Sorry, I've got a meeting weekend. in the bathroom for yeah. the next three hours. <laughs> By the way, when three hours is up, can you bring in that US, USB-C cable? <laughs> it handed me those soundproof headphones. And so, what are you? What are you picking up? Are you getting? You getting, getting the Breath console of the Wild, going gray, console. Uh, just to suit the monochrome of my house. <laughs> I got the red and blue to sell the red uh, and blue is great. The too. anarchy that within my household. Yeah, it's it's a perfect fit. You've got two kids. You've got two controllers. Now. I got a red one and a blue one. <laughs> you got a red kid and a blue kid. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick up the console. You got a I'm gonna pick and up an a avatar, carry baby. Ca- one of the 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 official carry case mm-hmm. just because I'll be transporting that guy on Monday to work like I know I'm going to be playing it on the train and I don't think it's fair to review the Switch outside of playing it on a TV I keep forgetting that it's portable same I keep feeling I'm actually bad. more excited about it as a portable I, I think device. I am too like I'm going to my parents house in a few weeks and um, there's that great tale of me transporting my PS4 and Metal Gear Solid 5 down and playing for a straight 18 hours. A great tale, told through the ages. <laughs> On Father's Day where I played the game from 8pm until 5am the next morning thinking maybe three hours had passed. But now I won't have to do that and be like, you know, a vampire as the sunlight curtain. A you can curtain. pretend to be social. Now I can pretend to be in bed and be like, I'm sick and then just play it in bed. Like, it's fantastic. I'm so excited. Like, I'm excited to take it on the road. And I think, and I'm sure, you know, journos will be reviewing it correctly i think it should be reviewed equally out of the dock as it is docked to get the and i think that's to me is going to be the magic um we've also got a copy of horizon zero dawn from playstation today about and look sony if you're listening and i know you maybe you're not but maybe you are uh sony's a person sony sony listen to me sony and share if you're listening (laughs) i won't be playing it because i don't want to start the game and then finish it this is just personally angus now you mean so, and not finish it and then and then and then go back go to zelda for a month and then yeah, come back and, and, come back and be like, what dawn? happened again and yeah. have to do an intro again i think that's a disservice to horizon zero dawn it's just such a shame they're released within the same week it's i'm gonna i'm gonna have a i'm gonna load it up tonight and give it a crack tonight sure well, i'm really excited forward to hearing your because i'm impression. i think there are so many similarities between the two games and i think uh I'm so interested to see if Nintendo can make a game that can compete with what looks to be like a close to like as good as a PS4 it's been game getting gets. Stellar reviews. I mean, you always know a good sign of a great game is when embargo is lifted a week before the game comes out and the reviews have been written already. Yeah, that's a great sign. It's been getting nothing like the nines and pluses. Yeah, well, it's going to be an incredible week. We've got. Logan, oh, this is got, huge. This is like the apex. Got, and again, Logan's getting Switch. good reviews. It's like make HeyFam great again. It's yeah, really happening. Totally. Like, it's, just, it's all for us, baby. 2016 was so depressing for HeyFam. It was like <laughs> consoles were being killed, which we loved. Franchise were being murdered. You know, Rogue One was terrific. So that's one takeaway we've got. Civil War was good. Civil War was fantastic. Uh, but there was a lot of things that we loved and believed in that were being taken away from us. And this year they're giving it all back. It's coming back, baby. The universe works in mysterious ways. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast. And sure we are you... still working on our master plan of the DCEU rebrand. Like, that is still happening. Well, the just... Switches are coming out. I, 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 that's at least six months away. Oh, yeah. Every character will just have a Switch if we do it next week. It's just like, <laughs> it's a movie of Batman playing the Switch in his Batmobile while he's waiting for bad guys yeah, to do ba- crime. Yeah, Batman v Superman on yeah. Mario Kart. Oh, one question I want to ask you. So, I know when we set up our Switches, we're allowed to import a me or... We can use a preset Nintendo character a la Yoshi, Toad, Mario. What are you going to do? Um, probably Yoshi. I don't give a fuck about me's. Wow. Uh, Iwata is spinning, is blue shelling in his grave right now <laughs> hearing that comment. Holy shit. 
What are your what are, what are your thoughts? Depends how complicated the me scenario is. Like the I have, a, I have a pretty average house looking for head. But it so looks like, like you. Does it? Okay. Yeah. The fact that now there's a Nintendo Online account, I'm hoping it just pulls in my me that I made a me Tomo. If it's going to be harder than that, I won't bother. Add me on me things. We, 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 we <laughs> Add are me on, on Nintendo, me things. <laughs> on Nintendo at LevDog. This guy's drunk. He's calling it me things. <laughs> I got chimichangas. My friend got K2SO, which I mentioned last week. Which That's is so good. That's his official Nintendo name for the rest of his yeah. life. Take uh, that, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> uh, make sure you keep listening for Archie's review of Lego Batman. No spoilers if uh, if you've made it this far. Yeah. Just the fact that Joker says human farts And everybody point. dies. <laughs> Classic Archie. Um, and, um, you know, if you've made it this far and you love what you're hearing, uh, go leave us a review. We love it when we uh, read those reviews, especially when they're so in-depth. Yes. And there have been a few very funny in-depth reviews lately. Yeah, keep those reviews coming. We'd like to, you know, we have egos those and reviews. they must be stroked. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Have a bueno mañana. I don't know if that's correct for enjoy your morning. It's not at all. <laughs> this for my fam. This for the fam. Do this for the fam. Bam, bam, bam. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Daddy. My name is Archie. Archie, you and me just saw a movie. What movie was it? Marijuana. Mar- marijuana. Oh, marijuana. <laughs> I thought he said marijuana. <laughs> Do we see Moana today? Yeah. No, he didn't, you tricker. Are you the joker? <laughs> I'm the joking you. <laughs> we saw the Lego Batman movie. No, we don't. Yes, we did. <laughs> no, we didn't. Oh, what, what did we do then? Luigi, I went... Human farts. Human farts. So, Archie, your favourite line in the Lego Batman movie was when the Joker called other other bad guys human farts. Why was that so funny? Because it was so funny. Because human farts Batman. <laughs> And what about did you do you think did you think the movie overall was was funny or was it a bit scary? Uh, I need to put yeah. on top. Did, actually, did you think the oh movie no. was funny or a bit scary? Were you a bit scared in the movie? Yes. <laughs> what was scary? The ghost. Because there were no ghosts. There was no ghost in the movie. There was an apple in the movie. An apple in the movie. Yes. And was the apple scary? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Apple eat, needs to eat the Artana. Oh, right. Archie, when, when you were scared in the movie, what did you do? Have a cuddle. Oh. <laughs> and after the movie finished, what are we going to eat? Pizza. Yeah, was pizza good? Yes. Who, who else was at the movie with us? Angus. Do you like Angus? Yes, Angus was... Good. He was good? Yes. Do you like his hair? Yes. Do you think Angus is... No more pizza. No more pizza. Do you think Angus is Batman? Nah. Or, am I Batman? Nah. Uh, are you Robin? No. All right. Well, you want, can you say thank you for listening to Hey Fam? Thank you. And enjoy your morning. Enjoy your morning. Hey! Bam, bam, bam! 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.